Would you pray with me? Lord God, source of every blessing, you showed forth your glory and led many to faith by the works of your Son, who brought gladness and salvation to his people. Transform us by the spirit of his love, that we may find our life together in him. Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. reading from the Gospel of John, the second chapter. On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine gave out, the mother of Jesus said to him, They have no wine. And Jesus said to her, Woman, what concern is that to you and to me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Now standing there were six stone water jars for the Jewish rites of purification, each holding twenty or thirty gallons. Jesus said to them, Fill the jars with water, and they filled them up to the brim. He said to them, Now draw some out and take it to the chief steward. So they took it. When the steward tasted the water that had become wine, He did not know where it came from, though the servants who had drawn the water knew. The steward called the bridegroom and said to him, Everyone serves the good wine first, and then the inferior wine after the guests have become drunk. But you have kept the good wine until now. Jesus did this, the first of his signs in Cana of Galilee, and revealed his glory, and his disciples believed in him. In John's Gospels, the miracles of Jesus are called signs, and this first miraculous sign of Jesus's is an interesting one. When we think about Jesus and the miraculous, we may often think of healing, feeding, or calming storms. All of those are clear, big-deal things. Someone is in danger, death is a real possibility, or there's a need to be met that's essential to life. Considered alongside raising the dead, giving sight to the blind, and feeding thousands out in the wilderness, Jesus' turning water into wine at a wedding seems almost trivial. Though I suppose one could say that if the wine gives out, the party will die, so Jesus is still staving off death. All jokes aside, this one doesn't quite measure up to the rest. Even Jesus seems to acknowledge that by telling his mother who brings him this concern that it's not for them to worry about. But that's what's got me curious in this text. What is it that Mary is seeing here that we and even Jesus are missing? It certainly could be that she's just proud of her son and wants him to show off so everyone else will be as aware of how great he is that she is. But I don't think that's it. Mary ponders on life's events and treasures them in her heart, so Luke has told us. So she's pretty in tune with what's going on. 
Clearly she's seeing something here, a need that the rest of us are missing. I'm afraid I don't yet have the answer for what, she, what need it is she's seeing, and perhaps I'll tackle that in a devotion later in the week. But for this moment, it is enough for us to consider Mary's example, to ponder on life's events, to treasure them in our hearts, to see the needs of others around us, to consider how we might be of service to someone else's need, no matter how trivial it might seem. Therein is something miraculous in our life, to look to the needs of others and to provide help, not judgment. When we consider someone's need trivial, we pass judgment on it. And that's not our role in life. The more we place ourselves on the judge's bench, the less likely we are to even see the need of our neighbor. The more we then separate ourselves from one another and the more out of tune we get with God's kingdom. So today, may we consider Mary's example of being in tune with what's happening around us not preoccupied with our own concerns, not filled with our judgments of the triviality of others' needs, but rather being truly present where we are and with those we're around. And then this story will begin to take life in us. Amen.